Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the second annual Halloween Screamathon. This is episode 14 of this awesome podcast. So we are going through 31 of the hopefully best. Uh, there will probably be some poop ones in this. Scary, kind of scary, funny horror movies. We're picking them and going down the line. So today we picked, uh, we did another pick of mine and I chose another scary slasher film that was a little different, not just a straight up, I'm running from a crazy person, which they, there is running from a crazy person in the movie, but it's from the point of view of the killer the whole time, and yeah. it shows the killer's insecurities and excitement about being having the first kill and stuff. It's a really cool one. It, it's really good build up until the end. It's, it's a good one. So we watched Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, and I will talk about this movie because there's another movie we're watching this month. That is actually connected in the same world. Mm-hmm. And they actually bring up this movie in that movie. Ooh. And so, uh, I hopefully they do we get to do hear something what that cool. movie is? Yes, I will bring it up later. Oh, they it's a very hypergraphic film. It, this one is nothing compared to that one. This one's nice and cute. That one, yeah, it does. It does cut away from a lot of the gore. Uh, it's it's. Well, I'll good. tell you, I can't it's wait called to watch it then. Hatchet, and that movie is. An absolute mess. I just read about that one, and I was like, I need to watch it. Uh, They got the (laughs) uh, physical actor that played Jason, I think, the most. Uh, Kane, not Kane Harder, the other one. I can't remember his name. He was actually in this movie for a couple of seconds. Big tall giant guy? Yeah. Uh, And he is just ripping people apart. And I don't mean, like, quotation mark, ripping people apart. Ripping people apart. He pulls a man's skin off in one of the movies. And then pulls his skeleton away. Uh, yeah, my that kind God. of shit. And it's wow. all just, you see everything. It's, Sign my ass they up. They are great. Every horror person pops up in it. It's great. And you see all these old people come back. It's fucking great. Hatchet movies are amazing. They have four of them. They're great. So we're going to watch the first one because it's really fucking good. But we watched Behind the Mask. So the rise of Leslie Vernon. So real quick before we get deep into the story. Uh, this is just a... It's in the world where Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers, they all happened in this world. So it's a universe where super spiritual evil things happen. And it's a regular occurrence, apparently. And it's a world where people aspire to be just as cool as them, apparently. And we meet up with this guy named Leslie Vernon. And he has a really cool backstory. He was wronged by this town and he's going to get revenge. He's old enough and he's going to do it. And so he's planning his big strike, and he found his perfect, like, final girl, the one that's going to fight him in the end. And the he, survivor girl. Yeah, and he found yeah. all her friends and stuff. So it's it's all the elements of a horror movie. He's setting it up, and he's going to enact his revenge. It's it's so cool to see all that stuff build up in this movie. And, it, and he goes through the tricks of the trade, as he says, to set up scenes it's a really cool story it's all like it's it's set in a like a mockumentary situation because his film crew is following him and talking to him film while students yeah while he's From doing all this stuff yeah <laughs> so it's really cool to see how they are trying their best to stay out of it and then little by little they're like this is getting really serious and it's like oh this is extra serious like we should really oh, do something about it and it's really cool to see the progression of are we just are we just gonna quietly sit and watch this? Like, I think he's gonna kill these people, and it's like, it, it's really cool story. So, uh, what'd you guys think about Leslie Vernon? 
Oh, I thought it was great. Uh, I was definitely watching it while doing other things and had to like actually stop and go back and rewatch certain parts because I was like, okay, wait, no, I think I missed something, so I need to go back and rewatch that. Holy crap! Like it starts out really slow, yeah. and then Act Two is way better. I liked it. It was a lot. I <laughs> Brandon and I watched it together and we were both sitting there going is this serious right now like what's happening he is literally walking her through how he plans to fuck up this girl and all of her friends and then hope that she has enough resentment to fight him back yep and i was like what the fuck (laughs) It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie, but I was literally sitting there like, you're equating picking up an axe to a phallic action because she has to grab a cock to then kill someone. And I was like, oh, well, that's the most. I mean, but that does kind of pop up in the, he brings up in the original Halloween Uh when she was in that closet. And she fights him off with big old knife. Mm-hmm. And he goes down, and then she gets out of the womb, and she's oh, yeah. stronger. Oh yeah, they, they, it was it was a lot, but I was like, I had never thought about weapons or well, I mean, you think of the need to kill as establishing your dominance, and that's been classified as a male centric feeling. But I, when he goes, she's got to grab a cock. And I was like, "Oh wow!" <laughs> oh, it's like they've put out, they put actual philosophy behind this. Yes, yeah. uh, it was know. a thinker. There's a lot well, to these horror movies like it that. It was a yeah. thinker, it's like they and took, I liked it. So it's like horror movies in this universe don't exist. They're not horror no. movies. They are reality. So this is the reality of a slasher going on his first murder spree yeah and all of the tropes all of what we think of as horror movie tropes like the survivor girl and the virgin survives and the slut always dies first you know all the or the black dude or all of these horror movie tropes they get enumerated one after the other love it in in this you know these 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 film students are following this wannabe serial killer, you know, wannabe slasher around as he prepares for his, you know, coming out party as a slasher. And not only that, but they go to his mentor. They find out he has a mentor. There there is such a thing as slasher mentors. Yeah, there's a whole system. And they take it so seriously. All of the preparation, like, he does cardio because he's like... Well, it's hard. You gotta be so fast while seeming like you're just walking. That was my absolute favorite moment of this movie. I literally paused the movie and I said, "Laughing." I said, "Oh, what?" That could not be closer to the truth of every horror film ever. 
They are running their ass off, and homie McGillicuddy back here is just fucking walking, and then suddenly, <laughs> he's right behind dead. him. And he's I'm always like, right behind also, him, but he has to look like he's Who carries his treadmill with him all the time so that they are constantly walking the speed of someone's fastest sprint? He was doing his cardio, and he was on. He was hitting the, the punching bag. It looked like he had never hit a punching bag <laughs> yeah. before. Oh, it it looked great. so awkward. Oh, and you look back on it now, and you're like, oh my god, he did that on purpose to look awkward so she wouldn't be afraid it just oh blew yeah. my mind but yeah it just it was so hilarious how seriously he took all of this he's like yeah my backstory and you know um i'm a dead boy my uh <laughs> my mentor okay. yeah he's been in the he's in the he's in the um he's sensory deprivation tank because you know we practice we slow our bodies down to make Make it seem like we're dead, but we're really yeah, not. Yeah, which happens all the time He's when they get hit by He's been down there for something. like three days, right? you know, and it just, it so takes... So you look dead like you're bleeding out, but then you turn around and then you come back to it and oh, there he goes. Whoops, He's yep. not dead. But yeah, it just, it just gives background to all of these things that are always in horror movies, yeah. and it's so funny. Yeah. That it's like, yes, this is preparation. That's my survivor girl, you know, the one that might make it to the end. And and th- this is the group, you know, they're all going to die. Yeah. Well, and the stoners, the stoners, they never move very fast. Like, yeah. look, look at how slow they are. Yeah. You know, how he's just breaking it down into, like, circles of preparation, and it's like... Yeah. <laughs> and this, the stoners are, you know, oh. getting stoned. Yeah, <laughs> how did you feel about this movie? Yeah, too? well, I like this movie a lot. Um, like Micah said, the first half was slow AF, and like it was a lot. There was a lot of buildup before the action actually started. Um, I liked that it was shot similarly to like Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. where they were like trying to film like a documentary about. You know, the bad guy. I mean, this one was a little better because they actually could interview the bad guy as it was happening. But the farther you get into this movie, the more the reporter people just annoyed the fuck out of me. Like, (laughs) shit's getting serious. Why are you still following him? Why are you still around him? Why are you assisting him Mm -hmm. freaking out his survivor girl? Like, you will be accessories to a crime. Yeah. Well, I know know they explain it later, but the very opening scene was just so awkward. Like, it didn't, like, it was, like, to build suspense, but if if it had some, like, pre-story beforehand, so, like, I appreciate that they went back and, like, were able to talk it over and make sense of it, like, and they, you know, added it later on, but it was, like, opening it up like that was, like, eh. Yeah. All right, well, this is going to be a long movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like everybody... And Bryn's here. Hey, Bryn. Uh, so it seems like everyone's like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, like I said, it's it's different. Yeah, I, I told Otis before we started this that this movie in particular, I think, has rewatchability. Yeah. Like, oh, I would definitely rewatch this movie. this movie. This is at least once a year. I just watch it again because it's fucking great. It made me really love the song Psycho Killer. It's at the end. Oh, I Psycho know. Killer. Yes. So, uh, no, but it's, it's amazing. So, if you haven't watched it, seriously, give it a shot before we get deeper into it. It's really good. Uh, so, yeah, like we were talking about, it's a world where all the slashers, the things happen. Like, he brings up Chucky at some point. So, mm-hmm. there was a murderous 
doll moving doll happening <laughs> in this world and people have accepted that that doll thing happened that so it's yeah. a weird world yeah. and so i can only think that in that world people do get stronger the more you fuck with them like that right? and so final girls that's a thing that happens mentally and physically too you get stronger from well because he talked about that, that, that it was almost like a superpower yeah that the other like Jason and Freddy and Michael and all that like it was almost like a supernatural superpower yeah. that they had with that and that just and they reference it, it later it was creepy that that actually came to their, be a thing with him yeah. their return to the scenes to keep killing year after year after year changed the game yeah. for, for you know it didn't used to be like that yeah. you had to like you would strike and then leave. Yeah. You would ghost. But Jason and, and Freddy and Michael Myers changed the game because they kept coming back. Yeah. They were the revenants. They just did not go away like yep. a curse. Ah, love it. And, and he's like, yeah, they changed the game. They upped it to another level. Oh, like, fun wow. fact. So his mentor, Eugene, so it's um, the director was talking about because just about every moment of this movie, there's something from another horror movie there somewhere. Mm-hmm. He is based on the killer from Black Christmas, a movie we will watch at some point. Hell yeah, uh, we will. So he, in Eugene... December, for a Christmas movie month. Yeah, yeah. so it'll be one of our scary ones to watch. Break out the sleigh bells. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he was the killer from that movie. Uh, and so it's and it's it's not a two that... Because they bring up... There's another reason they bring up Black Christmas in the movie instead of like, yeah, oh. he was in that one. And so he's a killer from that movie. I'm also interested... Like, I don't want to bring it up too soon because we haven't gone through the synopsis yet Mm -hmm. but the there's another character that they introduce later who is also a famous yes killer ahab so we'll bring him up in a little bit so um so they they're following leslie around and he he's picked his final girl his survivor girl and her friends and so they actually aid him in multiple like encounters with her the first one where they tie some fishing line to a brick that's holding a door open and he's like I'm gonna be just off just a little bit and she's gonna see me but kinda not see me and you guys pull the brick and she's gonna freak out and I'm gonna disappear it's gonna be great it's gonna scare the fuck out of her and so it's it's cool that he's like no that's all we're gonna do we're just gonna scare her and then we're gonna leave that's it. and so later on Zelda Rubenstein uh, the little lady that was telling the story she about was Leslie she was from Poltergeist this was the last movie she did before too. she passed so this is the last thing that got her for um and so he was going to end up in the library, and he left out some evidence that her, like, great-great-grandfather like, was, like... Great-uncle. Your uncle. uncle, like, caused all these problems, and it's like... It's like, dude, it's it, it's CGI. Yeah, he's like, like oh, yeah, these... I just kind of used her face and made it, like, a dude and older. It's like, he was making his, like, rival in this world. It's so cool that... It's awesome. So... Uh, after all these things, and he does tons of preparation, they get to the final house where he's going to kill all these people, and he's nailing windows down. He's, like, setting up weapons to break after one swing. He's like, well, I don't want him to kill me, so, you know, I'm going to set up all that weapons. They get one good swing, and then hopefully I dodge it or take a hit, and then, like, they can't use it anymore. He's cutting off branches from the trees, so if they get to the second floor... They'll fall and die if they try to go for it. And so he's planned this all out. And at this point, um, what is her name? Taylor. Taylor, Doug, and Todd have been... Well, Doug and Todd are cool with Leslie this whole time. And so Taylor's the one that's starting to... 
realize that he's serious about this and he's going to try to kill these children. He's going to kill people. And so when they get there that night, um, they're with him at first and he actually kills two of the kids that are having sex. And then they're like, oh, this is it. It, this is for real. And he's like, I did it, guys. He's like, I got the first two. I got to get going. And then Taylor's like, no, we're, we're done here. And then Leslie, it's weird, like a friend, shoes them off. He's like, no, you guys got to go. Like, If you you're know, not going to be a part of it, like, get out. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you got to look. And she's like, yeah, what look? Yeah, you got that look? look on your face. He's like, the... I can't watch this. Yeah, look. we gotta I can't, do something. Yeah, look. we gotta do something about this kind of look. And it was a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. so Taylor and them are about to leave, and then they realize they know his whole plan. Leslie has talked to them yeah. about the whole night, and so it's he like we can stop this. Yeah. And here's where the shoe kind of drops. Lo and behold, Leslie wanted them to stay and try to stop it. He planned them into it. Yeah, he has planned them into the situation and we find out that the survivor girl, she's not a virgin. She's more of the slutty girl in the story. She's more of <laughs> what the kind wildly of virgin swinging a pair of boxers on her finger. Wow, what, what kind of what kind of virgin jumps on the the school nerd like a like a okay. ride him like a pogo stick? Yeah. <laughs> and so you find out that Taylor is actually the survivor girl in the situation. Plot twist. And so everything was leading up to her being there, and so it's really cool. And there's actually some scenes. So the first time they scare the original quotation mark survivor girl, they see a car roll up, and he's like. Hey, who's that guy? And Leslie like shoes him off real quick. He's like, look, yeah. hop in the car because he didn't want them to see the like. Oh, she has a boyfriend. Oh, the diner's closed. Why is he coming up? Because yeah. they're probably gonna get busy in the diner. <laughs> so he's like, uh, don't worry, don't worry about that guy. Let's go. Right. So there were scenes, there were little clues, tidbits that she wasn't the final girl. And so Taylor gets led through all of the plans that happened, and she hits him with a weapon, and it breaks, and she drops it, and. And so she has to fight Leslie off at the end. And so, oh, we forgot about the Ahab. So in every horror movie, there's a character that knows more about the bad guy. And they're there to honestly die and help the survivor person yeah. get a little further. They're the mentors. Further. They're the older character that knows everything. They're yeah. usually the killer's psychologist. Or yeah, with yeah. Michael Myers, it's it's the and psychologist. Yeah. He is with... also his therapist from... Yeah. So, this one, it was Doc Halloran. So, Halloran is the character in The Shining that comes to help uh, little Danny. Uh, He gets an axe on his back because he's bad at that. Just like Willie. He's like, oh, I'm bad at this. And so, he goes down. (laughs) So, it was Robert... It's the Shining. You want to get sued? So, it was Robert (laughs) Ungland. If you know that name, you're cool. It's Freddy Krueger. It's Freddy fucking Krueger. They got the actor that plays Freddy to be in this movie, and he's awesome. I love him. He hams up every scene he's in, because he's got a good voice, and his face is scary just to begin with. Like, he (laughs) looks so serious. When he gets stabbed, and he just reaches for Leslie's face, and he's like... My boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But also, also, it harks back to the original like monster stories in Dracula. The Ahab character is Van Helsing. Yep. Abraham Van Helsing. That everybody's like, oh no, and all those girls are losing blood and they're getting you know fainting lady disease. And this goofy Danish doctor comes in. And all of a sudden, he's the older guy who knows everything yep. and can give exposition, and you know. But nobody believes him because he, for whatever reason. 
But it's just, it's so funny that this is such a part of the... Yeah, I love the it. The horror movie it's, thing is the Ahab. Oh, this movie's so cool. And his mentor, when when he finds out, he's like, oh, I have an Ahab. Yeah. And he goes to his mentor and tells him he's, that he has an Ahab. And his mentor and his mentor's wife are both so happy for him. Like, yay, you have an Ahab. That's so great. And it's like, wow. I mean, this... Right. You have someone there that's trying to stop all of this. He's like, that's awesome. I would have been in the background going, yay, you have Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, Yeah. The mentor's wife, you find out later that he was one of the mentor's victims, the last one. Yeah. And that she was his survivor girl. And she, instead of him catching her, she got him. Yeah, and they got together. And she just kind of was cool with that lifestyle. It's like. I'm a husband. And I'm a killer. And we're mentoring younger serial killers going out into the world, pushing them out into the nest, you know, <laughs> encouraging them you as fly they go on their on journey. Fly, little baby creep. Fly. <laughs> so, uh, Taylor is fighting Leslie. Uh, they're at a, what, an apple... Cider mm-hmm. mill. Cider, Cider mill. mill. And so mm-hmm. she actually catches him on one of the presses that smushes all the apples and gets him smushed and then... And Leslie's happy. He's fine oh, yeah. with this. He, I knew you well, were what do we what do we one. do with cider press? What do we do with it? Well, we're gonna smash some apples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Leslie gets smushed and he dies, you know, like villains do. And then she sets the place on fire, like mm-hmm. you do with a bad guy. And it's such the typical ending, the yep. stereotypical ending, where one, where her, the guy, the camera guy that loves her, it comes back, and the Ahab isn't dead. Yeah, you know? he took a knife. And they both but, yeah. just watch as the barn burns. Yep. And so the the credits <laughs> like, hit, and then we hear Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. And so cool you song, see, by the way. oh, amazing! So the security camera. At the morgue, shows Leslie's body, and uh, the guy's about to do an autopsy, and then lo and behold, Leslie sits up, and so. And he even explains about that his makeup. He's like, "Yeah, it's fire I put, retardant. I, I put fire retardant all over preparation me, and H. also preparation H to constrict the blood vessels yep. so Ugh. that I don't bleed into my eyes. You know, and my eyes don't swell up. You know, all that stuff." Because he's expecting to get hit or punched or stabbed. Hey, you gotta play on fire. everything. I oh, love oh, it. It's so cool. So Leslie, it's so weird. Pops up. He he's not dead, and so he got what he and wanted. He practiced getting his heart rate down to four beats per minute, yep. like those yoga guys. Yeah. So uh, everything went to his plan. She yep. performed exactly as she was supposed to. He got what he to. wanted. Yes. He got to be. It's the happy ending for him. Yeah. <laughs> so in uh in the Hatchet movie, uh. When they're in the woods, someone brings up, he's like, this is real fucking creepy. Like, this is like a ghost or something. Like, they talk about this guy. But, like, I came from Glen Echo, mm-hmm. where this movie is. is. Yeah. He's like, we have kind of something like this, too. This dude named Leslie Vernon. And he's about to say some more stuff. And he's like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, what was that sound? And he's like, so Leslie has happened in this world. It's, oh, it's wow. connected. And yeah. they're like, well, yeah, we got a ghost story like that, too. So it's like, he got to be a ghost story in his, yeah. in his town. He's, he's up there with it's war fruition. And, and yeah, so it's awesome. So uh, they've talked about a sequel. Time has gone by. Um, the director said, like, we'd love to do this, but it's kind of hard with this, like, where do you go from here? So hopefully they figure out an idea. If well, they want to pop up and do something, I wouldn't mind It wouldn't it. be that hard given the... The fact that he's not actually Leslie Vernon. Mm-hmm. He's Leslie Mancuso. 
from Reno. He's from Reno. Well, yes. So if he just went to another town where a boy mysteriously died, mm, or just a do it again, mysteriously died. I'm like, shit. I'm they fine could with that. Throw, they could make that the plot. Like he just does this, and he goes and he finds like every from town, town where to kids town are to murdered or shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there town, are quite a few of those. Actually. Yeah, where, ki- where kids were kidnapped and then their bodies were never found. What happened to them? And then he just starts like. Yeah. "Quote unquote haunting a place and to honestly make, to build up the the idea of the fright yeah. and then and honestly again. with like sequels for horror movies they have to ramp up stuff things get more ridiculous so yeah <laughs> it, it, it could get even more ridiculous yeah and this mm. is pretty ridiculous though yeah oh yeah this is pretty ridiculous so yeah uh, this movie's great if you haven't watched it give it a shot so what was everybody's favorite character in Leslie Vernon mm-hmm. uh I'll go first uh, I'm gonna go with Leslie uh, he was great. Um, he was very happy and very, I don't know, he's very likable. And he just <laughs> wanted to be his friend. And then there were moments where, like, it, when they were trying to mess it up, the plan mm-hmm. for him, the got really came. scary. Yeah, and, out. like, Taylor was like, oh, my God. Like, I forget that you want to kill these people. And he's like, don't you fuck this up for me. He's like, I'm yeah. trying my hardest. But he was still pretty cool. And <laughs> he had a reasoning. Like, like, like I always say, I love a good villain that has reason to do stuff. Yeah. I do like the quiet, just, I'm here to kill, blah, 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 sometimes. Mm-hmm. But he had a reason. He wanted to be like yeah. them. He had heroes to aspire to be. Yeah. And he wanted to be a bad guy. So yeah. it, it was awesome. And he's like, there are good things in this world. We got to balance it with the bad. Like, yeah. I'm here to make someone better. In order to have the fight between good and evil, yeah. you have to have the evil. And I thought that was really cool. He was, like, justifying it like that. Yes. I thought it was awesome. There's a whole philosophy behind it. Yeah. So, uh, like... Agreed. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I <clears throat> I like him because it feels like I don't know. I when he got into killer mode, it seemed like he flipped a switch completely. <clears throat> so it almost feels like every all of his excitement, all of his like getting to tell his story, all that behind the scenes stuff. Was just fake. Like it wasn't really who he was. He's actually tormented and a yeah, a psycho. Like yeah. in psycho real life. Like he's he's really really a terrible person. But he sucks you in by playing as this likable. So like a scamp. killer would. Yeah, he's yeah. playing like a scamp. Shades and, a la you know. Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like we would need a sequel to see if that's actually <laughs> how he is. Oh, yeah. but Holy you goodness. know. Yeah, I didn't even she see called that. one of my seven. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, um, I didn't mean to. I hmm. well, first of all, fun fact: uh, Leslie, the actor that played Leslie Vernon, literally looks like an awkward spawn love child of Ethan Hawke and Timothy Oliphant. Ooh, and yeah, he also when he first came on screen, I was like, <clears throat> oh, that looks like Denny. Oh no. <laughs> That's horrifically unfortunate. But um, I loved Holleron and the librarian, Mrs. Collinwood, or whatever her name was. Yeah. Those were my two favorite because I was like, you're Freddy, but you're not killing people yeah. in their sleep this time, so I like you. I love characters that just guide but, the story. Oh, like, yeah. They're there I mean, to, like, Leslie was great forward. and everything, but, like, mm, he gave me the weirdies. I don't like him very much. No. <laughs> I ain't about that shit. <laughs> I had, yeah, I had the, yeah, I had the same thing with Leslie. I was just like, 
okay, he is way too much like actual real serial killers, yeah. you know, with the pleasant face, and you wouldn't think he would hurt a fly, and he's like yeah, peeling people's that. skin off, no. oh, hiding yeah. them in the basement. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. So that, um, I really liked the, the mentor guy, Eugene. Uh, Eugene, yeah. Yeah, Herschel. I liked him. <laughs> the men- he was just so cool, and so, like, the, the camaraderie between them was really cool. And he didn't, you know, because he was retired, so he didn't have that dark edge that Leslie yeah. has. He still had, he still had the pride in his work and the enjoyment of what he did, yeah. and the banter with his wife, and you know, still serial killery, but <laughs> without the actual dark edge that Leslie had. Yeah. But I also liked um, the the one camera guy. You know, the voice of reason. Doug. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, why don't we listen to Doug more? Yep. Uh, I was gonna add to uh, Eugene's thing yeah. when when uh, he, he was returned. freaking out because he was stuck in the sec- sensory deprivation chamber for three days. He's like, "What? You didn't say he was down there for that long?" <laughs> I, wanted, I I thought of it off the top of my head when I recognized who it was because I was watching it on my phone, so I wasn't he, you know I was in and out of paying attention. And I saw him. I was like, "Wait a minute! I know who that is." And it's like, he, "Wait, he his his <laughs> wife left him in there so long. When he got out of it, finally, he woke up and it was a zombie apocalypse." Yep. <laughs> he, he became Herschel. Guess what? The Walking Dead also exists in this now. <laughs> I wow. love that dude. He's so cool. Yes. Good. Uh, Doctor Holleron was my favorite person. Mm-hmm. Um, because I love the guy who plays Freddy Krueger, Robert England. He's amazing. And I really like that his character was so different. Like, you mm-hmm. expect going into this movie about um, a serial killer where Robert England is in it, that he's going to be part of the problem. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to be, you know, a competing serial killer or some sort of assistant. But he actually ended up playing the voice of reason and the therapist, uh, much like. Uh, the character in my in the Halloween movies that yeah. helps Michael or attempts to help Michael throughout, and he kind of knew from the beginning like this dude's gonna snap and he's gonna hurt some people, which is exactly what the therapist from Michael said for years and years and years, and then it happened. So, oh, Doctor Loomis, yeah, Doctor Loomis, yeah. So I really liked that character a lot. Okay, so yeah. let's do least favorite, and I'll go first because I just realized a new fun fact about this character. Uh, I'm gonna go with Taylor, the <laughs> me too real final girl. Um, but I guess he knew that she was so pure and right that at some point she would stop and be like, "No, this has to stop." So he was aiming for that, and so knowing that she was supposed to be the one that he fought at the end makes more sense. But I still didn't like her. She was just like she was watching this dude like I'm killing all these kids, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah." And she's like, "Actually, no." I don't like this anymore. I'm like, no, you knew what he was doing from day one, and you were all right with it. But like I said, it's all different when you finally see him do it, and you're like, oh, he murdered those children. We have to stop this. And he's like, no, this dude's fucking crazy. Like, and they're like, no, no, I'm staying to stop this. I have to. And so, like I said, it makes more sense later on when you realize she can't help it. That's what she's supposed. She's too good to let not let that happen. So she's there to do that. Fun fact, I checked her name, uh, Angela Goenthals. She was one of, she was actually Kevin's sister in Home Alone. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yes. 
She was also in a Grey's Anatomy episode, and she's been in a handful of other things. Yeah, that, I recognized her. Yeah, Sonic from Face was like something, and you've I been don't somewhere. know what she really. No, that was his cousin. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, which was no, she blonde. was the really that was his nice cousin. going Kevin. The blonde one was she his was that one uh, cousin. cousin. Well, I might be wrong in here, but they said she was in Home Alone. So, uh, but yeah, no, Taylor was Taylor was sadly poop. Everybody else was great i liked mm-hmm. everybody else in this movie she was the least favorite so uh yeah. anybody else i think a lot of people yeah a lot of people were like, yeah. i also i didn't like leslie because he gave me the creeps the and i was not creepies. like oh, the yeah. real he creepy to, well, well he was and, doing and his job <laughs> he did his job and that's fantastic which makes him also a good character but i really i was uncomfortable from the moment when they were like, this is Leslie Vernon. I was like, oh, I gotta get the fuck out. Yeah. No. Yeah, that, that's how you know you got a good character. He's, you can just feel that something's not right with him. Yeah. And then little by little, you see more and more of him. You're like, oh, you're crazy as hell. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it worked just right. No, he, this was, it was perfect. So. Yeah, it was a lot. Anybody else have another one, or are we all in the, the Taylor train? I think we're all on the train. She was poop. On the trailer, she was trash. The thing is, I would have liked her better if she'd stuck to her guns, but she was so flip-floppy. Like, yeah. you know, she was willing to, to follow this guy, shadow this guy, go on, you know, do this story. Listen to him detail how he's going to kill people. that he was a serial killer. She went into it knowing he was a serial killer, and she had promised herself and her crew and him that she was going to be an outside observer. To she follow and not interfere. going to be mm-hmm. involved. And it's That's like, garbage. yeah. So, first of all, it's like, I don't know about the pure and right thing, because the ability <laughs> to do that is I don't know. There's there's she was a lot. She was just yes. All, all and no. so the thing is though, I would have I would have respected her more if she had stuck to her guns. Yeah. And even when he started killing people, if she had been the pure reporter and been like, okay, we started this and he's actually doing it, so we're gonna see it through. Yeah. You know, I would have respected her more if she'd done that. But Act- she didn't. Mm. She she also would have still been pure garbage trash if yes, that would have happened. Yes. But she would but have been a little less, easier to tolerate. A little more tolerate. easier to like. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, the the gutless flip flopping. <laughs> no, I'm going against everything I said before, and yeah. and I'm going. Are you gonna gather some balls and come with us? It's like, like no, that wow. dude is a killer. Like I don't want to do this. This is a killer, and yeah. she, he is detailed. He but, just stuck sharp things in people. So it's, yeah. but I can't think of another reasonable way. To get that flip to happen, like the you know the twist of yeah, she's yeah. the real final girl. It's, it's yeah. If tough. she would have stuck to the reporter thing, it, it, mm. she wouldn't be that good know. of a yeah. final yeah. girl. Like and she he, wouldn't be pure. He counted on her Doing having that. that flip. Yeah. He counted on her he finding she would. her conscience <coughs> that so, yeah. something would trip her, and then she would be like, "Nope, I can't just sit here and watch yeah. this. I have to get." Involved. So I guess that was part of the plan. I guess it was part of the plan. For it's us, still... it just feels shitty. I'm like, yeah, you're kind of shitty. It does. Okay, so. Let us do seven word synopsis. So I'll go first because this scene always made me laugh and we saw it again and I giggled when I saw it. So when they're in the library and he's <laughs> telling the plan to his friends, uh, the camera people, he grabs a book behind him. He's like, huh, Paradise Lost. And he grabs a book 
Found oh yeah, it. found it. <laughs> <laughs> it made it makes me giggle every time. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. He's like Paradise Lost. Found it. You know that that was totally off script. Yep. He probably just did that just off key. And then he hops away like a gazelle, and they're like, "Geez, he's quick." And he mm-hmm. like sets up the the paper. But yeah, no, no, that's mine. That 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 line always makes me giggle. Oh, wasn't wasn't that another thing that was said when one of the the victims was running away, and it's like, man, she runs like a gazelle. Oh, yeah. uh, wasn't that in, wasn't that a Nike commercial? Because the killer gets winded and just stops. Yes. And it's like she just keeps running. And they're yeah. like, oh, God, I'm not catching her. <laughs> he just stops. <laughs> you got one, Kate? Yeah. Uh, Leslie was cheesy, but Mask was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. It was a scary mask. It was um, like a baby if face. I, kind of. It was like if Nightmare Before Christmas was like in front of my face. Um, that would be a lot. Like the kids? Yes, okay. like Lock, Truck, and Barrel. Okay, you know the, that video, that gift that I always send you, that's that fucking, like, really shitty orangutan where its face just, like, oh, scrunches it... up, like, and continually just gets yeah. more scrunchy? <laughs> that's what I thought about when I looked at this mask at the beginning, but it just in the color gray. It's so like, like, it's kind of like the, like the Emmy faces, you know, like the mm-hmm. smile and the frown one, kind of, but it was round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a baby yeah. Emmy face. It was terrifying. Kinda. It was it was a yeah, I would like that in the and dark. It had hair on it. It actually, oh, you know what it looked like? It looked like um, the gorilla face that Mbaku wears in yes. Black yeah. Panther, but just huh. all but gray. It's, teeth. It's very without bothering teeth. in the yeah. middle of the night if I saw that face come out of darkness. I'm like, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, that was yeah. horrific. Right? Something's not right here. Okay, who yeah. uh, wants to do their seven words next? Okay. But what if we. Shut up, Doug! <laughs> nice. Yes! Uh, and also, after watching the first half of the movie, and I was just like, oh, man, this is, is this all this movie's going to be? You know, <laughs> I, I said, who's more awkward, Taylor or Leslie Vernon? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. You have yours, or you want me to go? I have mine. Um, serial killer has a salient career path. Smart <laughs> choice. <laughs> yes. On the poster. Um, so... My first one was, you talk tons for being dead, friend. Because he was supposed to be the boy that got flipped over a waterfall. I was right. like, wow, well, you have a lot of words happening for a murder victim, but that's fine. He's very right. happy with um, too. And then the quote, so you're pro-life and you're a chauvinist. Oh, yeah. I heard that and I was like, oh, bravo, well Oh, done. well, what was his response? It was like... Well, yeah, it's tradition. It, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's something tradition. like that. Yeah, there are traditions. You have to. You have to respect yeah. them. He's like, come on, this is how it's done. And it's, <laughs> yeah, and it's when he's explaining. You know, she finds her power by grabbing a cock. Right. Yeah, run through the wound. Mm. Right, um, okay. and then like PBS masterpiece theater interviewing Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like my whole summation of this movie. <laughs> And then my alliterative, killer kahunas create kids' crazy killer career. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Likes it. I likes it. It was a lot. <laughs> okay. So, also great. <laughs> so this movie had a release date, March 12, 2006. I'm wiggling my hands, people listen, listening to this. You can't see me wiggle my hands. Because <laughs> it had a weird release. It was actually released at South by Southwest. That is what's South by Southwest, Otis. Uh, it is a music and film. Fe- it's a everything festival at this point. It's mm-hmm. like what a month long yep. endeavor in Austin, Texas. 
where they show everything. Some of the coolest movies get shown there. Some of the best music gets shown there. Well, it's like the Sundance, first, but yeah. for America. Well, the first two weeks are... Um, or either arts. are either music or film, and then the second then it two flips, weeks, and then it flips to the yeah. other one. Every year, more and more things go to like shit. Like everybody looks at this. Like Beyonce, like headlined one of the nights, and it was like one of the most ridiculous things. And they were like, "It's fucking Beyonce." She just flew in and just did like a set, and so yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's awesome. So it got premiered there, and people were like, "This is fucking great!" Like this is really cool. Uh, it had a limited release in the US so it's weird it was hard to find a budget so we won't do budget but we'll talk about box office but those numbers are a little bit fudged later because this is kind of cult classic-y so we'll do the original box office so how much do you guys think this movie made in the original box office so not how much it costs to make, don't we? No, do no, there's no you number could, for there's that. There's no budget. That was very. It was very much like I have friends. Findable. Hey, Robert Englund wants to be in this. Like, oh shit, yes. And then he's like, I know a guy. He actually is friends with Herschel, so we got him to be in this movie. And he's like, hey, you want to be like a retired killer? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. And so he got in, and then probably Robert knew Zelda Rubinstein with and got her movies, in it. With so. some of the movies that that guy, uh, that guy play, who plays Eugene is in, it just seems like he just does it for the fun of yeah. doing it. Oh, like, for he sure. He doesn't give a shit what he's in. Yeah. He just he has probably fun had doing it. All types of fun with this movie. So, uh, what do you guys think this Ooh. movie made? Oh, box office. Well, if it had a limited release, yeah, hundred and twelve. Hundred twelve. Katie, two million. Two million. Emma? I'm gonna go with two hundred and seventeen. Two seventeen. Brian? Oh. Um limited tiny release. Four hundred and fifty thousand. Four hundred and fifty thousand. Um <laughs> I'm not gonna subject you to the recalling of numbers, but everybody went grossly over. Uh, the original oh, box office for this movie was $69,000. <laughs> wow! Um, it was a I very... closer. So in my notes, I didn't, one year I didn't write the M for some next people. to my thing, and I was just going to say $2. <laughs> <laughs> you would have won. You would have won. You would have won. You would have won. You have You would have won. You would have won. You would have won. You would have won. You would have they do way better on DVD when people talk about them. This was another one I saw on Netflix one day. I just saw the mask on like the front cover of it, and I was like, "Oh, huh. looks horrific!" And I watched it, right? And then I showed all my friends in Texas, and we all watched. I was like, "I love this fucking movie." And I remember because <laughs> I heard Psycho Killer, and that was the first time I heard it. And yeah. then I yeah. got it on Rock Band. Yeah, and I played the fuck out of it. And I was like, "I love the song," and I listened to more Talking Heads songs, and I realized wow. they have tons of songs and stuff oh, yeah. in movies and things. Wow, wow, wow. Next time we're at karaoke, I'm going to sing the song. Love yeah, this song. Please. Uh, sadly, this movie has done more money. It's hard to find, but it has made way more money than this. But, yeah, 69000 that That's special. Original box office. Yeah. About Psycho Killer. My dad sang that when we were growing up. <laughs> so I grew up with that song. Such a good and song. And he, he liked it because it had French in it. Yes. He and my mom both spoke French. To us when they didn't want us to understand what they were saying. Ah. So, but we all knew what Keska Say meant. Mm-hmm. So so they would dance around and sing, you know, Psycho Killer, Keska Say, you know. <laughs> and I, 
didn't realize that it was weird until it was older. Right, right like, lady. Like, oh, oh. Mm, this is a bit of a weird song. Oh, oh no. <laughs> right? Okay, <laughs> does anybody else have anything about Leslie Vernon? Give it a watch. Yeah, I mean, it's seriously. It good. It good. <laughs> yeah, it turns all the tropes on their heads. It really makes you think. Completely different than you which think. Which is about. hard to do about serial killers because yeah. normally when you hear someone trying to defend the mind of a serial killer or why, you're Oof. like, you need to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing to defend this, to explain this. Congratulations, you're a dick. Go away. But it literally makes you think, like, Oh my god. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I feel in disgusting this universe, because this makes sense. Yeah. Like, in this universe, now I this feel is like, totally. Now yeah. I feel like a horrific human being because I just sat through an hour and a half of. Well, yeah. Right? Sure, okay. Yeah, I can see it. I, I see that. Ew. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. And then you just, like, I felt like I needed a hand sanitizer. All right? The things. It, was like, just, like, it was no. just a dude that... You need a brain shower after right? that. Because you're like, I just agreed with someone who is getting super pumped about his first killing spree. Yeah. It's, I just he, agreed with his reasoning. He wanted to get as yeah. cool as his heroes. He's lot. like, I just want to be like them. And I'm like, oh. Oh yeah. no! Right. <laughs> I, should, I gave you emotion for a second. I shouldn't do that. Right? Uh, it's a great movie. Uh, yeah, this is one of the ones um, I didn't realize. A lot of my favorite ones are the weird ones that just kind of flip shit yeah. on its side, and mm-hmm. kind of indie ones that don't make a lot of money. But it's like you should really watch it because right? it was really good. It's a shame it didn't Give make it millions. Uh, this movie easily would have made millions if they showed it off the right way. But yep. ah, it's all right. It's probably better that it didn't make all the money. They would have made three more, and then I'd have been sad. So. Right? Fuck it. Okay, <laughs> so if you have any more horror trivia fun facts for me, you can tweet us at... Allentown Pod. We have an email, it is. Allentownpresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook, and it's at... Allentown Presents. So thank you, a studio feeds us for our artwork. It's great. I love it. Uh, it... It wasn't big. It, it fit into the thumbnail, so it's, like, perfect. I didn't have to, like, work with it more. So thank you so much. Uh, everybody that listens to this, thank you so much. It's good. Um, later on, I can't tell you what day it is, but uh, we're doing really good download-wise. I'll, I'll just say it like that. I can't tell you what day it is right now, but it's ridiculous. Um, but everyone's listening, and it's really cool. But thank you so much. I love that this, like, it's year two. We're in year two, and... People are listening. People are sharing. People are talking. We're going to have a collaboration soon. Um, uh, one of my friends, they have a wrestling podcast, and she sat down with me, and she's like, can we do an episode? And so, uh, Eight leg, Eight-Legged Freaks. Nice. Love that David Arquette. That's going to be, that's gonna be a, that an episode <laughs> soon, and uh, we got to find a time, but that's going to be in this, and I, I have seen it for and Katie, same, yeah. Katie was like, can we, can we pose comedy? the question, what if the eight-legged freak fought The Rock? Oh, God. I, I assume The Rock would win because The Rock's awesome. Not current Rock. Oh. The Rock, not Dwayne Johnson. Oh, just a The Rock. rock. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like Dwayne Johnson. I'm like, oh, he would win. Oh, no, like original Dwayne Johnson. Like oh, when he would win. He was Him a wrestler. Yeah. Oh, he would win. Not no. Dwayne Johnson. Oh, he, well, he's still, he's still the rock. He's still well, great. He continues to wrestle. He can still make you smile just by smiling at you. You're like, right? shut up. See, it's like a freak, a person. I just assumed it was about a spider, and I never watched that Multiple movie. spiders. It, yeah. I've never Much seen it either. Yeah, Giant spiders. Huge spiders. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, like, is it just one spider? If so we're talking like, we're talking tell. like we're talking like Aragog and Shelob level spiders. More, yes. bigger, but, but like that big. Yeah, yes. that's or bigger. like it, like it. I think they're like radiated spiders. spiders. Different breeds. Yeah. And different sizes. It's a mess. Tons of them. I'm not watching this game. <laughs> if, you, if you can't tell, we're all a little excited. And Otis is a little very excited. Yeah, no, it's I am great. not Katie excited. Katie is quite out. <laughs> so, um, like, fuck spiders. Later, babes. <laughs> so that episode <laughs> will come fun. up soon before October ends. Uh, Guido, we uh, have our episode, uh, Ghoulies. It's an old movie. It's got, like, Muppet Monsters. I nice. watched it. And I haven't seen it in decades. Is I was it, like, like, Dark Crystal Muppet Monsters? Not as good like... Muppets. Even you don't see their bottom halves. Yeah, you don't see their bottom halves. And so yeah, they're, they're, they're murdering oh, people, but you only see two like half of their body. Like man, they're like ah, they're like man. It's like that. And I was like, wow. As a kid, I loved this movie. I was like, this is so shitty. I'm but so happy right now. I, you know, I can't judge it. Young me was like, yeah. For some reason, in my head, it's playing out like a really, really horrible, bloody version of Fraggle Rock. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> like Fraggle Rock goes postal. Ooh, <laughs> like the music Fraggle Rock, you just go slow, Damn drop Fraggle it to like Rock. sixty beats, right? Change it to a minor. Oh my god! Down, oh no, down, I'm going to my ideas. Oh, oh shit! No. Down in Fraggle Brent, the Rock. These ideas are yeah. all copywritten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take this. That's <laughs> a good idea. Copyright Allentown presents. Oh We're gonna god. fuck it up. We're gonna fuck it up. <laughs> okay, so uh, we have tons of ideas. It, only can only get bigger from here. So thank you guys for listening. That's what she said. And yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so um, thank you for listening, and we we'll back tomorrow with another episode. I love saying tomorrow. It's great. Hey, psycho podcast. Run, 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 Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. Will we? Hopefully.